Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, yo, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two of uh, The Worst Books in America here on AfterBuzz TV. I am joined by these amazing uh, hosts with me. I got Alyssa, I got my girl Sana, and I got my girl Erica. They are all just food addicts. They know everything about food. They are amazing. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into this episode. This episode was so much fun to watch. I enjoyed it, but I want to know what you guys think. So starting with Alyssa, what did you think of this episode? I mean, I agree with it was fun. I like that they did that a little bit of the episode about them on the horses and it was kind of fun. Some of it was, I think a little bit was a little like cheesy for me. Um, Hopefully (laughs) it'll get better next week, but I do think that their cooking was way better than last week. And I learned some things myself because I love to cook. So I'm glad that the actual chefs were breaking things down. I could take some notes myself. No, listen, I was thinking the same thing. Like, oh, I love to cook. I might actually get some recipes off of this show. And we saw no unflavored chicken. So now what were you thinking about this episode? Okay, yes, chicken was not unseasoned, but some of the meat was not seasoned. And it was tough, okay? It was tough. Just like going through this quarantine and corona, it's tough. So was some of this meat. Yeah, and we're, and we're gonna talk about someone because there's one in particular that stands out to me, and we're gonna talk about it. Erica, I think, what do you think I think we're here. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. I felt like people really were trying to kind of take the game a little bit more seriously this episode. So you know that was interesting to see kind of people's interpretations of dishes and them trying to add their own creativity in the kitchen. So I found it really enjoyable. Oh, yeah, they were they were ready to get down with the get down on this episode. So they started things off with the game. You know, everyone's broken up into teams. It's pretty much men versus women, except uh, we have what's his name? Wells. Well, well. Um, he's on the team with uh, Robin and the rest of the ladies. Um, so it's basically men versus women. And they were going through at the beginning of the episode where they were just throwing these combinations at them and they had to create something just to kind of see like what they came up with and they would throw like oh sour and and spicy or this and that sweet and sour whatever the combination is and they had to rush through and kind of get some things together so whose combination were you just like you know what Mm -mm, that's that's not it because somebody actually Dave brought the game to a screeching halt when he tried to burn the place down with this paste with this spicy paste Alyssa whose combination were you just like you know what it's a no for me I would say definitely Dave's. I mean, I'm a very, very picky eater. So if I was doing that challenge, I wouldn't know what half of the stuff like tastes like. So I would try to have to like guesstimate of things. But from the reactions that the chef judges gave to him of how their mouth was basically burning, I think his was probably like the worst. Yeah, I, I, and I don't like spicy. Like I like a little spice, but to 
my whole mouth to be on fire. That is not a fun activity for me because y'all already know there's also an after effects of that later on, like days later. But anyway, uh, so now what did you think? Uh, who was your combination where you were like, nah, this ain't it? Well, Wells and Bridget both scared me with the with the Greek yogurt and the strawberry combo. I was scared. And wait, why are you scared with Greek yogurt and strawberries? Or or what was it Greek yogurt? Was it spread? I don't think it was Greek yogurt with the straw. There was something else mixed in there. It it was like one other thing. Yeah. It was it was like a cream cream uh, cream cheese. Maybe it was some it, it's some type of white sp- creamy spread that I just knew the two would not mix. And Sonia had me a little scared with the olives. I'm just gonna say that when she started she adding that the out olives though. To she pulled it out though with that. But olive. you know, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What? She was the MVP of this whole season, okay? I mean, not the whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, this episode. <laughs> this episode, yes. <laughs> that episode. Yes. This episode. So that was it for me. Yeah, you don't like so you don't like creamy white sauces, right? So anything with a creamy sauce is gonna be a no for you. Um, That's what I'm I feeling. Could do a, I could do a cream cheese. It's just um, I could do it on a bagel, but I'm not really like I, I, Greek yogurt. Just a plain one is too tart to me. It's just I got you. Mm-hmm. And what sour you? cream, you already know I'm a no on that. What about, wait, real quick. I don't know why I'm so into this. What about um uh, Alfredo sauce? Are you into Alfredo sauces? Oh, yeah. I can do oh, okay. Alfredo sauce. I can we're do it. Okay, we're all good. Erica, what about you? What were you thinking about these combinations that they were putting together? And are, are you into spicy food? I am into spicy food. And I think I actually have that Calabrian paste. The paste? Uh-huh. So I, yeah, so I was like, well, yeah, yeah, that seems crazy. But I think- You went um, to go taste it, didn't you? You went and tasted it. <laughs> no, the I mean, I have it. But you, I already knew, like, you're not, you're not going to put it on like that. Like, you know, that was crazy. But um, I think what you're talking about, what I thought I didn't really like was um, Bridget. Because I think she used the- I think it was the creme fraiche maybe or whatever. And it would have been okay if it was just strawberries, but she had strawberries and jalapenos. Although I didn't see her actually put any jalapenos on there or, you know, so it was kind of like, I don't know, the strawberry jalapeno thing. I didn't think, yeah, no, I wasn't a fan of that. Yeah, I feel you. There were a lot of combinations like that to me is a fun challenge. That's a game. That's a drinking game. I will play right here at the crib. (laughs) Like we'll set up some stuff once this quarantine is over people over and just like throw out things and let people put these combinations together and see what you come with come up with that sounds like fun to me um so anyway they the main challenge though they once again broke off into teams and they went through before they went through their challenge they kind of brought in a butcher to break down the different because they were cooking steak that was the protein of this entire uh, episode and they wanted to kind of make people a little bit more familiar with the different cuts of beef now, are you ladies into, I'm a, I love, I love food. So I love steak. I love anything 
that's just filling, trying to gain weight. That's what I do. So do you were you ladies in like I was sitting there like taking notes as they were going through the different parts of the beat. Alyssa, what do you think about the about the butcher coming in? I think it should have been a little bit longer. I mean, I know the episode is only an hour long, but the fact that she was only there for like two minutes and it kind of seemed like she was just skipping through it, we didn't get to see a lot of it. Now, I'm sure on the actual show, it was longer than that. But from what we saw, I didn't gain too much knowledge. But then again, I'm not really into like going to a store and talking to a butcher and getting all like the different like wickets of everything. So for me, for that part, I didn't really learn too, too much. Yeah, it, I was very disappointed that it was so short. I'm like, okay, I got my pen and paper. I learned the word money box and I know the parts that fit in the money box. But what right, that was good, that? but it wasn't yeah. long enough. Yeah, it was too short. Uh, so now what were you thinking about The Butcher? Do you think it should have been longer? Um, possibly. It possibly was longer and just for editing purposes, like they wanted to get back to the funny stuff. So they probably just made it shorter, but they probably learned more about the cuts and everything. But what got me when it came down to the butcher class is how big these pieces <laughs> of steak were. I'm like, oh, it, are we going to butterfly this? You know, can, can we split it in half? Can we filet mignon? Like something. Because this piece of meat had to be the biggest slab of steak. <laughs> this is a hungry man steak, okay? <laughs> this Listen. is a big man feast. <laughs> this is for Fred Flintstone and everyone that lives in um, in Bedrock. Like, it Look. was definitely some dinosaur meat that we were eating on this episode. Erica, Honestly. what were you thinking when the butcher came in? Yeah, no, I agree. I wish it was a little bit longer because um, she basically kind of was like, okay, this is the expensive cut. But it would have been interesting had she talked a little bit about, you know, how, you know, really how you should cook the cut, whether it should be rare, you know, like, you know, there were, I think there were a few more things that could yeah. have, you know, and maybe she did talk about it. We just didn't see it. Um, I agree that the cuts of meat were like huge, huge. but I'm trying to think, <laughs> I went to somebody from the Food Network, I don't know if it was Bobby Flay or somebody's restaurant in Vegas. And I know I got a ribeye there and it is, you know, I mean, it is like super, super, super big like that. And it's also like $90. So it should be. Right. That part. Yeah. Well, I mean, the great thing about it is you don't have to eat it all at once. We can eat half of it now and eat the other half later. So yeah. even if you do get this piece that is like the size of our thighs, we can just, you know, break this up and eat the rest later. So the so the teams, like I said, everyone was breaking up, broken up. The red team, they had to do a, a New York strip with horseradish and mashed potatoes and asparagus. That was the red team. And then the blue team, they had a ribeye with a red wine butter sauce, truffle mashed potatoes. Um, which would go to the guys. What? So I learned, what I learned from this episode that has me so excited is blanching. I had never learned about blanching. I knew nothing about blanching. And basically it's where you cook, especially asparagus, you cook it until it's done, but then you immediately throw it into some ice water and keep it there until you're ready to actually plate it. That, that's game changing for me. Did y'all, what was, was there any game changing moment that you learned on this episode at all? Alyssa, do you have anything that really you were like, oh, I got to use that? Um, well, I thought it was interesting that, because I don't usually, like, when I cook meat, it's usually, like, ground turkey, and it's on a skillet on, like, top of the stove. I don't usually put it, like, in a skillet and then put it in the oven. Mm -hmm. um, and my sister's a chef, so she knows all this. She's probably going to kill me for saying this, but I don't. 
Um, but I thought that was so interesting to show in how like you season it, like you really got to put it on so it soaks in and then you got to turn it around so it makes sure it can like kind of marinate and then you put it in the skillet and put it in the oven. So I was like, yeah. oh, that's interesting. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, I, I have been trying to make the perfect steak here at the house now that you can't go out and barbecue because I prefer it on a grill. And cooking a steak in the house is so freaking difficult. And I just started putting it in the oven. Uh, so now what are you thinking with the with this uh, episode? Did you learn what was something or was there anything that you learned? I know you're real big on these seasonings. <laughs> okay, and you know I love to eat. <laughs> but for me, I just want to say, how come the blue team had this real fancy, you know, uh, five-star restaurant meal they had to cook? And then the red team got to do a little rendition of some steak, potatoes, and asparagus. I thought that was kind of unfair. I was like, how are we going from red wine, vinaigrette, sauces, and all of this stuff, and then you're going to give them this simple meal? If I was on the other team, I'd have said, really? But... For me, I was able to take away the the red wine sauce because honestly, I thought it was blood for a second when I was looking at the plate initially. When I saw it, I know guys, but, and whoever is going to you know, get upset with me, get upset now because I love my steak well done. I don't like the pink meat. So do I. So do oh, I. So do I. I. No pink. No pink. My girl. <laughs> I have a friend because everyone looks at me crazy. They're like, it's supposed to be rare. I'm, I don't like my steak with nope. any pink. Don't let any, I don't want any diseases from this meat. You don't want to see no blood. Meat. You don't want to see no. I don't okay. want the cow from the, from the farm on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, what about you? Um, I, you know, I don't think I learned anything to, um, you know, earth shattering or whatever. I thought both of their meals were just a different twist. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, like if I get, um, uh, not filet mignon, but uh, I forgot the other cut, but there, there are certain cuts of meat where I do like a horseradish sauce on it. So I thought mm-hmm. that was interesting. And um, I think, you know, it was interesting to see how everybody took their own opinion on what they wanted in their mashed potatoes. So I thought like, you know, because at the end of the day, they didn't make truffle potatoes, which I think would be great. Um, yes, prime rib. Prime Thank rib, you. yes. Yeah, that's what so it is. I like horseradish with my prime rib. So I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're trying to do. I don't usually get New York strip steak anyway. So it's interesting to see kind of what she did with that. Because that's not, usually I'm like a ribeye person. So it's interesting to kind of see kind of different people's ideas. What I thought was interesting, and I didn't quite see how she fixed it was Robin Gibbons putting the mozzarella into the potatoes. So, oh, you know I'm coming to like, that. You already know. But leave go ahead. my yeah. girl alone. Leave no. Me no, no, I mean, I'm not dogging it because actually there is a dish that I saw on <laughs> uh, on YouTube or whatever where the potatoes are stringy, like are stretchy like that. Like it is a thing, I want to say in another country or whatever. But, um, but I didn't see how she ever fixed it because when she brought it up there, I was like, oh, they're not pulling through those potatoes where I do feel like three cheeses and bacon. I mean, three cheeses is too much, but cheese and bacon in a potato wouldn't be bad. But I, I also want to see how she fixed that crazy looking stretchy mashed potato, which we never got a chance to see. Well, you know, the, the crazy thing is, <clears throat> so I think that that's a, uh, that's a, 
fairly normal combination to have cheese and bacon and uh, bacon in your mashed potatoes. Like I, I do that. I put cheese in. I don't really do bacon, but I put cheese in my mashed potatoes. I don't use right. mozzarella, which is where she kind of went. If you want to say wrong, she went wrong with the mozzarella because you know mozzarella just stretches and stretches and stretches and stretches and continues to stretch. And we saw that in her um, in her mashed potatoes. And they didn't show us how she fixed it. But they did show us, what's her name, Ann? What's her name? The lady, Ann? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We, we saw Ann taste it, and she was just like, okay, this is too much cheese. Because I think- Yeah, like what, she, yeah, she was like, this is excessive. But we didn't really see her pull it. Because I was like, wait a minute, is it pulling? What's well, going you know, on? You know? When it dries, the, the, the grease and the oils from the cheese, when it dries, you know, it kind of- It's going to get hard, yeah. Yeah, so it, it was kind of, mm-hmm. it wasn't pulling. Because now right. it's just breaking out, and now she probably just tastes a whole bunch of grease, and yeah, <laughs> probably wasn't the best tasting. So I wrote down name like of all the characters, I just wrote one word next to them because these were the highlights for me. And so I just want y'all to just give your opinions and your thoughts based off of what I wrote down. So for Johnny, in this moment, I put his finger because you know he was cutting away and peeling these potatoes, and somehow he apparently cut off part of his finger peeling a potato. Alyssa, have you ever in your life cut yourself like that or cut yourself at all peeling a potato? No. But I mean, if, especially when you're in the kitchen and you're rushing through, I could see kind of how he did it. What got me was the fact that he's like, the time is going, I have to get this done. And they're like, no, you literally have to stop because you're bleeding. He's like, no, I'm fine. It's like a paper cut or whatever, a hangnail. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, but if you were in the kitchen and I'm at a restaurant and I know you're the chef, I'm not going to want your blood dripping everywhere. So you just need to stop. I mean, they already had medical come in. So it was probably like maybe five minutes tops. I get you're on a time constraint. We also need to be safe at the same time. Yeah. I, the funny thing is I, when the way he was holding the potato and he was just... <laughs> cutting it like he had never held a potato before. I was like, he's going to cut himself. Well, he did. So now what did you think of of Johnny Bananas and his craziness with this potato peeler? I'm totally convinced there was a little blood in the potatoes. (laughs) And (laughs) I I mean, I could relate to it because I distinctly, I remember um, I was either cooking or trying to hurry up or something. And I took a knife and I was a paring knife, tried to cut and literally my hand was bleeding, my finger was bleeding and everything. And the whole time, you know, I'm walking around trying to hurry up to get dressed and I just see like blood rip, dripping down my arm. I'm like, oh my God, what is this red stuff? And I'm the thinking crime. something like from the wine, like the red wine or something. Mind you, I didn't even drink anything yet. And then I looked and it was coming from my pinky. And it was just all the way down. And I was thinking, you know, should I either go try to get it like, you know, a Band-Aid or something from the hospital or should I continue to get dressed so I can go to the club? And I chose to get dressed and go to the club. I was like, you went to the club. I know you did. (laughs) So I understand with Johnny. And then he started drinking from the, (laughs) he started drinking from the bottle. I was like, I get you. I get, I I was there with Johnny on that way. Uh, Erica, what about you? Are you going to the club? What you doing if you got your face Um, yeah, I don't know. I I have to get some back teen or something. I feel like you do have to take care of yourself. Um yeah. a little band-aid, a little gauze. 
Thank you. You Feel do got to get your stitches in before you head to the club. I will say. Bad part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I was like, I understand he's in a rush, and you know, I mean, things happen. So you do have accidents in the kitchen when you hurry. So. Well, speaking of accidents and hurry, my favorite moment, and I was, if my phone hadn't died, we would have had this clip. My favorite moment of the entire show was Sonia, and I just wrote the word fire as she was um, basically oh my doing God. Her, when she was doing her blanching, apparently some water and some spark and some sl splatter happened and it caused a fire. That was hilarious to watch. Alyssa, did you think the kitchen was about to burn down or do you think Sonia was just playing a little too much? I think a little bit of both. I mean, last episode we saw where Johnny was doing like the volcano and the torching and the fire. And I'm thinking that somebody's gonna get cut every episode, it seems like. Somebody's gonna light <laughs> something on fire every episode, it seems like. But she just started off kind of rocky to begin with. When she was doing the seasoning, she just kind of was like throwing things. She wasn't like, she was the only one that wasn't measuring things. And then when she's pouring oh, yeah. the water out of, out of the colander, which she didn't even stay right, she's like pulling it or pouring the water down like the cutting board because she couldn't find the colander. And I'm like, I get it. You have to adapt and overcome and improvise. But she just kind of seemed like she was a hot mess. So the whole fire expedition thing that she mm. had going on there, it didn't surprise me. You know, there's certain people I just don't ever want to eat their food. And Sonia is one of those people for me. If we were having a potluck and Sonia brought something, if it's not store-bought 10 times out of 10, At least I'm not she didn't use it. a toaster oven this time. You are absolutely right about that. She has learned a lesson with these toaster ovens. It but might have a comeback. We'll have to wait for the future episode. It's still early. It's only episode two. We still got a few more episodes to go. So I'm sure the toaster will make a return. And so now we know you love the toaster. So what were you thinking about Miss Sonia as she was setting the place on fire? First of all, the roof. The roof. The roof. The roof, the roof is roof on fire. fire. We don't uh, let that mother burn. Okay, <laughs> Literally, the entire time, I'm like, Sonia, you are about to burn this woman's 27 piece off. You about to have her burn her hair off with all of this. And yeah. yours too. And she had the nerve to have glasses on, I think, at the at the moment too. I'm like, girl, this is too much. You're about to cost production their job. The little PA, <laughs> the PA who just wants to get their foot in the door is about to burn up too on their first day. Yeah. It's just a lot going on. I I thought they were gonna say, you know what? They probably said, you know what, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna we're gonna we're all gonna take five after this. Because Miss Sonia, you almost burnt the house down. Literally. Bridget's reaction to Sonya's fire was also, it was like a tag team of my favorite Hilarious. <laughs> Erica, I know you brought up last week that you feel like a lot of people are just playing and acting and they're, you know, they're playing up their shtick. Do you think this is Sonya's shtick or do you think this is just her? Um, a little bit of both. I mean, she's on Real Housewives of Atlanta. I mean, excuse me, of New York. So she knows how to play the game and how to kind of bring the funny and I think she does kind of make it seem like this is sort of her she is kind of naturally quirky on Real Housewives of New York as well so I think this is kind of her just being a little bit bigger than she usually is on mm -hmm. um on Bravo so it was it was funny and I kind of hilarious and I mean honestly it's like how are you gonna have like this pan of hot grease and then you're reaching over to get something out of water anyway like it just seemed a little cray cray to begin with honestly so Luckily, you know, they got it under control and nobody was hurt. Because that would be really 
I mean, a cut is one thing, but a burn in the kitchen is like way worse. So. <laughs> right. It's definitely way worse. Um, so at the end of all of this, Johnny ends up willing, winning the challenge for the blue team, which I was kind of surprised. Like, I didn't expect him to win. I, I don't know why I didn't expect him to win, but I didn't. Was anybody else surprised? Alyssa, were you surprised by Johnny's win? I was because throughout, like, the beginning of the episode, he seemed really confident, and then his mashed potatoes came out like soup. Right. And I've never made mashed potatoes, but they came out that way. So I'm thinking, how is he going to turn that back into regular mashed potatoes? But then the chef was, like, turned down the heat, and it actually worked out for him. So he definitely came back, and I was definitely surprised that he was the winner for the blue team. Yeah, I, I just was not expecting, especially with those soupy potato. Oh, I hate a soupy potato. So now, right? what were you thinking? What were you thinking about? You like Johnny a little Moore? lump. You you like it to still just, be a potato. Listen, I like it thick. I like everything thick, and you can take it. <laughs> oh, he said he likes some homegrown. Okay, <laughs> but <laughs> um, I what I thought I thought he was gonna win because you know the challenge part of him started to come out. If anybody who watches the challenge and yes. and loves it, and you know Johnny. He doesn't like to lose, and he's a strategy man. So that's what he's going to do to win. And so when he did his potatoes and they said it was good, his presentation was good, too. Like, he had the little um, parsley I think he had on there and everything. It was presented nice. Now, everybody said it was too much red for me, so I don't know if I could have tasted everything. And Erica, what did you think about Johnny's meal? You know, he's another one of these characters that love to play to the camera. He does, but um, even though I never watched the challenge, I think we learned from the last episode that like once he really kind of stopped being goofy, part of it is taking notes when they go over what the recipe is. So as long as you have some idea of, you know, unlike Sonia, what the measurements are for the spices or whatever, then you come up yourself with what you want to put in a potato. So it was interesting. They did kind of give you this tip on how to fix his mistake. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, there are certain flavors that go well in potatoes. And even though it seemed like Dave uh, really killed the potato game, Johnny somehow, you know, yeah, also did a good job well. with the steak. Yeah. So he still went one. So, yeah, I mean, I wasn't really that surprised because he seems like he can kind of pull it together a little bit more so than his teammates anyway, to be honest. So what, just out of curiosity, what would y'all have, this is not on this paper at all, what would y'all have put in your potatoes? Because I feel like garlic, like butter, garlic, and cheese are like the safe bet. Like, I feel like we all do that. So what would, is there anything, is there any combination that you would be like, oh, this is what I'm putting in my potatoes to kill them. Do y'all have one? Or would y'all have still going like garlic and butter? You uh, trying to, um, you're trying to steal some of our recipes. I see. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not trying to steal. I'm just, I'm just curious because, you know, as I'm thinking, I'm like, well, what else would you put in there besides, like, garlic or butter or cheese? I've seen some people put sour cream or something like that. But what, what else are you putting in potatoes? What else is there to put in potatoes? Like, you can only make this so many ways. I feel like somebody would put like hot sauce. I've seen somebody put hot sauce in their potatoes before and they loved it. Mm. And I'm with you as Tyler. I would just stick with the basics, like the garlic, maybe a little bit of seasoning, but nothing crazy. Right. Yeah. I was yeah, just wondering if y'all had any recipes. Go ahead. I think um, 
what they originally put in there. I would have done the. I would done the. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> I would have done the uh, truffle oil. I think that's a good look. The truffle. Mm -hmm. I do like oh, the flavor yeah. of truffle yeah, mushrooms. So I do think that would have been nice. Um, but yeah, I think, and then I think whoever added the goat cheese. I think goat cheese is not a oh, typical yeah. cheese you would go to, but it would add a good sort of creamy, interesting flavor. So I think that gave you a few little ideas. It seemed like oh, okay. Well, I'm, just, I'm just happy they didn't use like you know flakes. Like I'm shocked that they made the potatoes from scratch because you know yeah. these people are not they're not chef. Wells, go ahead. I think I think Wells learned his lesson from doing things from scratch last episode. <laughs> right. I, I I might agree with Alyssa with when it comes to making the potatoes spicy. I don't know about hot sauce, but I was thinking, okay, this is free game if anybody wants to take it, but I haven't tried it. So try it your own leisure and discretion. But um, I was thinking about, you know, chopping up some jalapenos and really like, no, jalapenos and cheese in the potatoes. And of course you season them up real good, but you make sure it's blended all together so you don't taste the pieces of the jalapeno, but it would still give you that Spice, like that kick. Well, I will have to say that I like that a lot of them use different things in the mashed potatoes. It wasn't just, okay, we're all going to use garlic. I mean, yeah. like a couple too many cheeses, but she put cheese in and she added the bacon. <laughs> bacon is always good in mashed potatoes. Bacon is, bacon is a safe thing for anything. If you need to spruce up a meal, add bacon. If you have, your meal has, <laughs> has, has gone to hell and you're trying to save it, if it can be saved, Bacon can save it. Bacon can do it. Yes, I bacon agree. Can, I bacon agree. is a magical food. It can save anything. And if you don't eat pork, I'm sorry. I have I have no turkey bacon, bacon, turkey bacon, turkey bacon. Yeah, it ain't the same. I eat turkey bacon, turkey. but it's not. It's not. Anyway, uh, what did y'all think about? Um, so Wells, he won the challenge for the red team. Uh, I don't really remember him doing anything memorable on this episode do y'all have I a rose exact same thing when i wrote down notes i had to like look back in the episode because the only thing that i remember that he actually did that the chef was like don't do that is when he was he had the knife up and he's basically just moving around like, you oh yeah like stab yourself so that was mm. the only thing that was really like memorable for me they didn't really show him too much doing anything crazy like everybody else that was like doing something their own little way he did shave the hell out of um, Anne's hair. Yes. Like he said, that's the only thing. I was like, it wasn't his cooking, but the way he came for Anne's hair, I was like, you do know she's the judge. You do know she has to like watch the same thing. Like, why are you coming out? And you're on her team. Let her live her And life. you're on her team. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. So now, did well, you have like, anything with Wells? Um, well, he kind of played his safe a little bit for the most part, except for the shade. But he really, um, I think he really stuck by the book when it came to like his his meats and like trying to cook this time because last episode he tried to get fancy and make stuff from scratch and everything. And so I think this episode he wanted to play more so to the books and making sure that he does everything correct so then he can stay another week. Yeah, yeah. And what about you, Erica? Did you did you have anything from Wells this week or was he kind of ghost on your your end too? Yeah, the same here. He was kind of ghost. I mean, I think this week he was just more calm and he wasn't sort of, because I think last week he kind of had like an attitude. Oh my gosh, he, yeah. <laughs> he was just like kind of freaking out. And I would say even Robin, she still kind of, you know, got a little over the top 
but they both seem to kind of dial it down a little bit, a notch or two this week, which was nice. And you know who really impressed me as far as dialing it back and I was not as anxious because of her? Bridget. Robin? I felt Bridget. Oh. I felt like Bridget finally like at least felt comfortable enough to stand in the kitchen without like panic. Like I felt right. like she has come a long way just from episode one. Because episode one, you know, I do not smoke the cigarette or anything like that, but she had me out here needing a cigarette or something. <laughs> she had my nerves shot. <laughs> what did y'all think of Bridget this episode? I think I'm so proud of it. I'm so, so proud of Bridget because she didn't drown the steak in ranch and boil it. <laughs> She I am so happy that she didn't do that, Miss, because <laughs> Lord knows. And I, but but one thing, Bridget, um, you're gonna have to stop touching your hair so much. It, it was giving me anxiety because she kept touching her hair, and then she cooking, and it just it, it kind of made me a little anxious. Like, oh my gosh, somebody's gonna have to eat that. I actually didn't even notice that. I was just so busy worried about like everything else. So I'm gonna have to look for that next week. Yeah, I was literally, it was just a few times, but one is one too many for me when you're touching your hair and cooking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I thought, she did a pretty good, I thought she did a pretty good job. I think um, one of the things they didn't talk about, but I think was an issue with her is that like, after you fix a steak, obviously you have to let your meat rest. So that's why all the blood was coming on the floor because she had just, you know, she had ran out of time yeah. and just cut the steak. So that's why even though it seemed like, okay, there's blood running down, oh my goodness, it was still a decent steak. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Anne still gave her kind of compliments on her steak. So I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, she kind of pulled it out even though she cut it early. So Yeah. And so basically the way that it all panned out, you know, Johnny won for the blue team, Wells won for the red team, Bridget, Dave, and Robin were all safe, which left... Um, Sonia and Brian. 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 Now, Sonia and Brian in the bottom two. Now, <laughs> Brian is the one that made me nervous because you remember he didn't have enough time to even finish cooking his steak. And regardless if you like your steak medium rare or well done, there's a certain temperature that your steak has to reach in order for it to be cooked <laughs> and done. And his only reached it on a certain part of the on the so if the meal is like this, this part was done this part was not um what did you think about were they the right ones to be in the final two uh, i think that well i i was actually kind of surprised that brian was because he didn't get like horrible feedback so i was kind of surprised that he was in the bottom two i think what kind of helped sonia out was that her teammates were really cheering her on and with brian and the blue team bananas was just like okay, you got to do this. You forgot to season this. Like he's already very slow in the kitchen. Brian is. So to have people constantly be like, do this, do this, do this. He was kind of freaking out a little bit. So it, I figured he was going to go home because Sonia was like, I got this. They're cheering me on. I'm doing this. They're going to love it. And I think that's what sealed her win for her. Yeah. So uh, Alyssa's talking about the elimination challenge where they had to basically do a cook-off and they said 10 minutes, but it seemed like a very it long like 10 minutes. It seemed like a lot longer. <laughs> to cook this, yeah. this little meat or whatever. Uh, so now, what did you think of the elimination challenge between Brian and and Sonia? I'm going to have to disagree a little bit with Alyssa. I think Bananas was really helping out because if he didn't interject, <laughs> Paul Brian would have been sitting up there 
He didn't put oil on the pan. He didn't put oil on oh, the yeah, pan. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that, yeah. Literally, he put these two thin... Um, thin, they look... Size cuts meat. They, they look like White Castle uh, cuts. <laughs> and he it. just slapped them on the grill. <laughs> it was just... It was bad. And the forgot to season. And did you guys peep? He only seasoned one half of the meat. I'm I'll like this. The that got done, yeah. Well, it was interesting, though, because the red team was saying that Johnny Bananas, that he was cheating because he was giving him too much information and they weren't doing the same for Sonia. Well, hell, he needed to do it because if not, (laughs) they probably would have got food poisoning. He he was trying to help and look out for the betterment of everyone. And, you know, when it comes down to Sonia, I'm glad she decided to cut everything and kind of just put it on the grill. Me, personally, I would have... I. Think it would have made sense to kind of like butterfly the steak or something and just cook it all at once and when you're done then cook Shop you know up. cut cut it up you guys could have been sauteing some veggies or putting some veggies on there you know or something because you know Anne doesn't like raw raw vegetables with it so you know you could have spiced it up but i'm glad you know, um sonia was able to redeem herself so maybe she's not that bad of a cook and Erica, what do you think? Do you think Johnny was helping or do you think he was cheating? Where are you? You're the tiebreaker. Where do you fall on that conversation? <laughs> um, Choose wisely. I know. I know, right? You gotta be honest. <laughs> I think he was helping. I mean, I don't know if they ever said the rule that you can't tell the person whatever from the side. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they must so, have said something because the red team kept saying, like, you're cheating. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I don't know. They said you're cheating, but then they did ask her, well, like, what does it taste like? So she actually tasted her sauce. So I think she knew her sauce was good or whatever. Um, so I don't know. So maybe, I don't know, because they didn't tell us the rules. So I don't. to me, he did need someone to remind him to season it. So that was a thing. Um, I think also, I like the idea, actually, that Sonia did use just the meat. Because I was like, you only got 10 minutes. You don't really have time to be worried about is the vegetable done or not done? And is it, you know, is it going to be a raw onion? And what vegetable goes with the meat? So I know Brian put some sort of pickle or something in between his. And that just looks crazy. And so, yeah. So then it was like, okay, well, what are you doing? So I, I like that she kept it simple. And just kind of kept it moving because that's what you have to do with 10 minutes. And I think Brian, his whole issue was from the beginning was that he moves really slow. So he always was going to have, he always had problems making a decision and doing something on these time challenges anyway. Although he seemed to be a decent cook overall. Yeah. Well, he seemed, wait, hold on. She did say he seemed like a decent cook overall because once he all of his he never got like horrible critiques on his meals like all of his meals after he finished he might have been the last one to plate and the last one to turn it in but they always at least gave him decent comments they never right. said oh this it wasn't is like yeah it wasn't totally crazy or totally but did you notice like the whole this whole episode brian kept hinting at the fact that like hey i'm gonna be doing this with my dog like he just felt like he was going home so i'm like yeah. maybe he didn't try as hard as he should have and that I piece of meat older. that the the piece of meat that the judges tasted off of his kebab, he could have took that back home with his dog to eat because <laughs> it was too tough. It almost took his canine teeth out. 
That was you know a what? crime. When he put that meat on the grill and didn't oil the grill and it was stuck, I was like, oh, he's going, I knew right then. He was that looks like sushi. <laughs> I was like, he's going home yeah. on that. And, and that also, was sushi. I, I think with the whole like Johnny Bananas and the yelling out thing, I kind of understand what Erica's saying. Like they never said what the rules are. They never said you couldn't yell out. And when you're cooking, you can yell whatever you want. This I still just have I to do. I they said it like off screen though. Maybe. Well, they like, said why like I think they say that they were cheating. Like that's what I was wondering. So I need more information. Because I think it was more so, I think the red team took it too critical when they said, um, like, you know, there's no helping in terms of, like, you can't, like, help uh, cut stuff up for them and, like, helping them in that nature of things. But they technically didn't say you couldn't help in, in giving tips. You know, because mm-hmm. if that's the case, they were cheating. The blue team was cheating the entire time during the entire episode because none of them had the three minute car and he was saying, and he was giving all type of direction. Like turn the, I mean, the moment you know they started, the blue team was immediate. Like they didn't even hesitate in giving the, like they jumped in ready to give instructions. Well, their like, their meal did seem a lot harder than the rest though, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I just think that they're, I don't think that they even have any rules as far as what's cheating and what's not. It's just kind of like. Yeah, it's almost kind of like, hey, we didn't think to yell that out. That's not fair. You can't do that. And it's like, well, no one said we couldn't. So here we are. So anyway, uh, Brian ended up going home. I think he was the best person to go home. What do y'all... Um, <laughs> well, he was. Listen, he is the one person... Well, there are two people that I would not eat their food, and he was one of them. So, you know, he, he can go. Uh, what are y'all looking forward to as we're about to close out the show? Let's go ahead and get into our... I guess predictions. These can be predictions. What are you excited to see in the next episode? I'm excited to see because from this episode, I'm like, okay, I get some more tips for like asparagus and how to cook meats and things like that. I'm excited to see like more tips for the future so I can take more notes. Okay. So now what about you? I'm ready to see how this fish is going to go down, okay? Because to get the fish straight from the Pacific Ocean, I don't know how this is going to go. So I'm really intrigued because, you know, my Auntie Robin already did the fish stew. So I want (laughs) to see if she's going to do it again. Is she going to fry the fish? What is Auntie Robin going to do? This challenge, the fish challenge would be the one to take me out, especially if the fish has the head on it. I am done. You might as well do uh, a sushi. You might as well do sushi. It'll be easy for you. Erica, what, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Sonia because I feel like every episode she is staying on by a thread. And right <laughs> now I feel like she is the weakest link on the show. So I love Sonia. So it'll be interesting to see if she pulls another one out of her hat. He's probably going to win the whole thing. And somebody else, exactly. And somebody else goes home next week. That'll be interesting to see who actually goes home. If she can survive another week now that Brian is gone. Maybe they'll send the guy from Full House home. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see if she can (laughs) She can survive. Cut it out. Oh my God. I think Dave is a stronger cook than her. So it'll be interesting to see because somehow they've managed, because I think they like her on the show. So she's managed to kind of skate on and she kind of brings some sort of reality fun that's not like too comedy hacky. So I Mm -hmm. do feel like she's good on the show and kind of funny. Um, But it'll be interesting to see because I feel like her every week her cooking is like 
you know, a little too crazy. So it'll be interesting to see if she can pull it out. I feel you. Well, this show makes me laugh like no other. So I'm just looking forward to continuing to laugh at all of the foolishness that's about to happen. So as we're signing off, I want to remind all of our viewers to please make sure that you subscribe to AfterBuzz. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, on any of the streaming platforms as a podcast, please make sure to give us the five stars and like us and all of that great stuff. And tell a friend about us. Share the wealth. Share the funny. So with that, I want you guys to give everyone your Instagram information as we're signing off for tonight. And then also, I want you to tell who you think is the next person to be voted off of the show, starting with Alyssa. Oh, uh, no pressure. Well, you can no follow pressure. me on Twitter and Instagram at Alyssa underscore Acosta. And for next week, I'm not sure what specific person, but I think it's going to be somebody for the red team because the blue team is already way down. So I think that they're going to come back and win it. So I think it'll be somebody from the red team. Okay. That's enough. You guys can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore S-A-N-A underscore and on Twitter and I am underscore S-A-N-A. Um, for me, I'm thinking Sonia might go home. Okay. And what about you, Erica? Uh, you can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in Dora Edwards. Uh, you can catch me next Sunday at uh, here on AfterBuzz for Real Housewives of Atlanta. The, oh, uh, that's so good. The, the third part of the reunion or... Uh, <laughs> Killing Eve, um, Mondays at 5 p.m. And I think, um, no, it's either probably going to be Sonia or Bridget, but it might honestly be Sonia. But I'm hoping she can pull it out. But I feel like she is the weakest link. So Yeah. And, and as always, you can follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. And you can follow me on all social media at the Tyler Tyson. I am thinking, I don't want anybody. I like all of them. So it's hard for me. I'm going to go Wells. That's why I actually want I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be Bridget or Sonia. I actually like them. They're funny as hell. And Wells, he's just there, so he can go. That's true. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping. Oh, Wells. So with that, that said, y'all, make sure you guys tune in next week, same time, same place, to join us for episode three. And we will see y'all next week. Y'all have a good week, and we love y'all. Peace. All right, ciao. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.